And hello, it's your Draymond's back with, uh, oh, look at him, proud Englishman there. Come on, England, come on, England, come oh, on. England. Come right, all the way. Hey, what's he saying? Bit of well. So, today is upon us, ref. It is, it's the big one for all you guys listening. You may have missed that. We were just showing off our rugby tops. Um, Martin's English and he's in his England rugby top with the rose. Sponsored by Guinness, not a bad little sponsor, but it's a, it's a lovely one. I've had for many years this, very proud of it. It's a classic rugby top. It's not this new material that they use these days. That's no, proper, cotton. proper colour, thick material with a little V-neck with buttons up. Lovely job. Keep it old, proper. Old school. I'm in a more of a new kind of Under Armour style um material good you know if you sweat a lot it soaks it all up <laughs> and it's uh, uh they wear now in it it's the um it's the tight they all wear tight skin ones when we used to watch rugby as kids it was all baggy jerseys and you could grab a handful of shirt but nowadays it's all skin tight in it skin tight so maybe, off those muscles. this is a little tribute here to our good friend david he's a welshman like you but when he wore his rugby top, he'd like the collar up. Always. Always. Uh, I'm gonna take that. that. I ain't got a collar. That's a special shout out. I wish you all the best, young man, if you tune into this. Yeah, have a listen. Anyway, we'll Dad. introduce it before we rattle on about rugby. We're gonna have a little beer while we're doing this. Yeah, let's get on and just so we probably didn't say it's England versus Wales in the Six Nations tournament, the biggest rugby tournament in the Northern Hemisphere. And I'll get straight in. We're going to do a beer each. I'm doing a Welsh one for Wales and the ref over there in Devon is doing an English beer from Yorkshire. Slight, correct, slight correction there. Uh, it's Wales versus England. Let's get it right. It's coming oh. from It's coming from the beautiful... Millennium Stadium, which is now called the Principality, absolutely stunning stadium. But it is Wales versus England. Good. It's on in the background. It's a glare on the screen, but a bit of atmosphere here. So come on, come on, let's get into it. Let's. Uh, I'm going to introduce my beer quickly because we we want to tie this up because we don't want to watch miss the match. So I have Brecon Brewing Chalky Walky. Um, it's Ooh. a six percent. Uh, yeah, it's so it's so it's a superior chocolate orange stout, and I've been sitting on this since twenty nineteen. So it's Ooh. yeah, I've been waiting for a special occasion, and I can't think of a special one than this. You know, me and you. It's so a really, it must be safe to stop sitting on that now. <laughs> it is painful. <laughs> Are you having that? <laughs> Chalk that one up, oh. Dave. Are you getting the pour? Are you getting the pour on, ref? And then I'll, I'll... yeah, I'll get my pour on, and I'll pass you over to the governor there. All right, let, let's have a look. We do like a, a lot of the old dray barrels like to watch the pour, so I won't interrupt. That's important part of the, uh, the process. Yeah, mm, I'm picking a pinch of orange there. Keep in mind, it's been in the pantry for a few years, so it's probably got some good taste on it. So let's just show them the pour. Busy. Oh, Oh, look at that beautiful, beautiful uh, glass there. Wow. Oh, yeah. Traditional, right? I can imagine a pint of Tetley's in this, actually. <laughs> look... yeah. um, the thing is, I've, a lot of my beer glasses have got, you know, another name on the outside of them. And it's uh, it's not right, is it? You know, I, I saw something with a Guinness glass the other day and 
and it said this would never happen in Ireland, and it was Guinness poured inside a Carlsberg glass. What? So it's not, not right. So on that front, my glass is just this a bit of bobbly one. I've used it before, but it's generic. There's nothing about it. And I am, as the ref said, I'm going for Tetley's Smooth Ale, which is a uh, which is their number three pale ale. Now, the reason I've gone for Tetley's is Tetley's is synonymous with rugby. Before Guinness took over the main sponsorship of the union, uh, Tetley's used to be England and Tetley's and the Six Nation and Tetley's. It was always the drink of choice at the um, grounds. And currently they're involved with rugby, but mostly on um, rugby league side now. They sponsor okay. a lot. They sponsor a team, one of the teams, and they're behind a lot of the rugby league stuff since Guinness have taken over the large amount of union. But whenever I think of rugby, I do think of two beers, one being the Guinness hmm. and number two, the Techies. So uh, I'm, I'm going to get my pour on. Yeah, let's case. have a look. Oh, I haven't had a Techies for a while, and it's a treat. I tell you, just the... What kind of style is Techies for the viewing and listening public? It's a pale ale. Oh, okay. You know, yeah, it, yeah. Oh, man, put me off. Oh, sorry. Oh. There's, there's no widget. Hopefully, I might have rescued this. Slow me pour down. Oh. That's just a head, isn't it? Oh, no, no, no. Come on. Appreciate it. Let's have a look here. It might be a massive head, but wow. here we go. Look, look at, at that. that. Look at the rushing on the side. Lovely. That's a so thing, and hopefully it won't be a two-inch head on it. But uh, you never know. Well, I'll Maybe. taste mine while we're waiting for yours to settle down. It's getting oh, a bit... getting a bit lively. This end, fucking lively. <laughs> yeah, having that. Ooh. Who's on the screen? Oh, you see there? Gus Scott. Gus Scott is on there. He's he's always there, isn't he? Gus Scott. Oh yeah, with his salt and pepper hair now. Yeah, he's getting on. And what about Jonathan Davis? Is he there? He's not there. He's not there. I think he's playing, isn't he? When I read in the light, playing. <laughs> Maybe <laughs> he's ref- oh, God, bring that legend back. No, you've got um, the old England, the uh, Martin, what's his name? The the guy that lifted the World Cup for England all those years ago. Martin Johnson? Yeah, he's, he's yeah. on at the middle. He don't look any different apart from a little bit of grey. It's, it's he's that... Bastard. <laughs> yeah, well, it's that boldness to him, isn't it? Just that thin top, and it yeah. just doesn't age you, I don't think, like me, you know? Um, but, yeah, let me just... Yeah, sorry. Uh, no, 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 you're good. We, we, it's rugby day. Um, I'm, I'm struggling to pick up the orange in it, but definitely the chocolate. It's uh, made with fresh oranges, and it's Welsh water, and it actually comes from the Brecon Beacons. Uh, oh, yeah, it's just a traditional, it's a lighter, kind of more of a traditional stout, if so you've you will. Not, you've not, not got the taste of orange, but you've got a scent of orange, have you? Yeah, That's you can you smell think. it. Yeah, there's hints of it. Definitely. So, oh. so nice. look at the, the settle. I'd say that's about three or four mil out from being a perfect pint. I rescued it in the end. I realised things were going wrong early <laughs> and I pulled it back in a brink. Oh, that, that was a good save. That's good defence there. That was a oh, good, you know, saving oh, yeah. that 
try. Stop it, it was all try. going from the scrum and suddenly, oh, I managed to fumble it back my way. So oh. let's get um, a nice big glug of this. Yeah, give us your verdict. The verdict is, I haven't had a can of Tetley's probably for a little while. And it tastes as good as it ever did. It's an enjoyable drink. It's very, very low in percent. It's a 3.6. Now, the reason I think they make it a 3.6, especially with the rugby, is um, they want you to guzzle it down. It's like, it's a pale ale lager, if you like. You know, they want you, it's a low percent, so you chuck it down your Gregory and you just want another one. Yeah. It's super smooth. I mean, they are known for that set these. Um, it's super smooth, but it's a lovely drink. I could just down that now. Oh, man. That's good marketing I, on that. I'll get lively. Like I said, I might get a bit rowdy. Mm-hmm. I might try and tackle you through the screen. Give it a go. Have you uh, have you had any previous to this? Because obviously it's breakfast time for us in the States. No, no um, I had a few drinks last night. Um, I've done a very late review for the Draymonds, which is coming hot off the press beginning of next week. Oh. The, gov- the governor has sent it to the ref and the ref is going to upload that for you little Dray barrels soon. It's a bloody beauty. Close to midnight, I recorded that. Mm. And it was a good, good little review. But this is... Uh, my first of the day. It's a lovely, beautiful, sunny day here, which has been rare for this start of this year. It's usually pissing down. Yeah. So we've been having a rummage round in the garden and trying to straighten things up. I've got my chainsaw out for a bit of a pun and uh, cut a few old chairs up. Why not? It's a burner. So Tetley's, I'm going to give you guys over there, especially in the USA, if you're not familiar with this. Tetley's is a very old English beer. It was originally uh, established in 1822. So next year, it will be 200 years old. Oh, God. It's phenomenal. Their motto in the beginning, um, as it was set up by the young man, Joshua Tetley, his motto motto was quality pays. Now, not only does it pay in my point of view, but for 200 years later, and they're still selling it in shops, it also lasts, doesn't it? So if you make something well, people will continue to buy it. There's a lot of beers since when I was a kid that have come, fads, come and gone. You know, you don't hear of them anymore. Two Dogs, Carlin Premier, stuff like that. But Tetley's has always been around and there's a reason for that. So I think quality pays, but it also lasts, in my opinion. It's yeah. um, It's got a unique taste and aroma, which is caused by the double strain of the yeast which to all you pot pickers out there is uh, something interesting, I'm sure. <laughs> all <laughs> I know is a champion. It's a proper pub beer that, um, you know, when, I've, when uh, I started going off lager, as Marco said, us lager louts back then, and I started drinking a lot more bitters and pale ales and stuff, Tetley's I would drink over anything else for a long period of time. When we used to go out, five or six pints of Tetley's, lovely, good old, Good old um, thing, uh, good old British beer. Mm. So um, it's now running out of Northampton, which is um, sort of mid England. And uh, well, like we said, we're not going on too much about it. It's it's like Guinness, really. It's been around. And, and the fact thing I found funny is Guinness cans have um, the signature of Arthur Guinness in the can. You yeah. can see it. Well, 
on this can here, right at the bottom, is the signature of Joshua Tetley. Wow. So today I will be watching this match here, not only with my boys downstairs and the girls if they come back from the tip, but I'll be watching it with my friends, my good friends, Arthur Guinness and Joshua Tetley. Oh, tell you, one's Irish and one's English. <laughs> it's, it's the wrong match, isn't it, for those two? <laughs> it is. You know, I, this, we are lucky. We grew up uh, in, in the Great British Isles. And, um, you know, there's lots of countries, Wales, Ireland, Scotland, Northern Ireland and England. And they've all chucked out good beer. You know, some of my favourite beers are from Wales as well. Round yeah. Cardiff, Brains. You know, when I've been to the Millennium Stadium, on many occasions I've been there for gigs, not for not for rugby, but I've been there for a lot of gigs. It was always brains on tap. Yeah. Lovely. Everywhere. And whenever you walk through the Cardiff. The little cardboard carrier, you get four pints in it of brains. You could swing that round and you wouldn't spill it. It was such oh. a clever design. <laughs> and we used to get one of them each, sit down. Lovely. And that's the thing about Cardiff. When you're there, you can always smell the um, the the brewery itself. You know the hops and the yeast smell coming yeah. from the brewery. Wherever you are in Cardiff, you always get that smell. You know, so it's very distinctive of Cardiff brains. And I believe they used to sponsor the Welsh Rugby Union, but now the official uh, beer is Brecon Brewing. Is it really? I wonder if the Millennium Stadium, well, it's Principality now, I wonder if that's what's on tap there at the minute. Not that anyone can drink it because of uh, behind the closed doors today because of COVID, but I, yeah. wonder if that, I wonder if that's on tap there now. I don't know. And it's, it's actually brings uh, to the forefront a good point because this time last year I was in the pub watching um, Wales versus England. Uh, a little pub here in Texas that showed a rugby and uh, I believe San Antonio Rugby have a bit of a sponsorship with this pub, you know, so it's it's kind of a cool. shame, really. We always used to go and watch the rugby together, remember, in Devon? Yeah, we well, we've watched it all over, haven't we? I mean, originally, yeah, yeah. when you and me first met before our wives broke us up, and, uh, oh, no, no, no. <laughs> Story. Exactly. <laughs> no, but when we met university, we went as we always harp on about. It was the end of the nineties. It was the end of that brick pop era, yeah. Oasis and Colour Scene, uh, Manic oh, Street, Stereophonics, fucking great bands, fucking great beer. Yeah. But also, in one of the years we were there, nineteen ninety nine, was the World Rugby Union Cup, which was held in Wales. Yeah, and that we went out. Fantastic, wasn't it? Oh, it was brilliant. Big atmosphere. The pub was full of people, full, packed. Yeah. You can imagine the atmosphere is me, uh, the ref, and all our chums, David, who we mentioned earlier, just a bunch of us, English, Welsh alike, just have it, just drinking the old lager, Carlin, uh, Guinness, all those. But, but it was great. We used to go to the busiest pubs, get there early, get a good seat, get a good view of a big screen. And be camped down there for four or five hours either side of the match and especially if it was in the early stages and it was Wales on first and then England after we could pretty much be in the pub all day and, yeah, uh, it was <laughs> everyone was so friendly and all of the English went out with the Welsh and the Welsh come out with the English and still well they didn't actually meet in that World Cup but um no you know I, I do remember we I think you were in the quarterfinals or 
we're both in the quarterfinals. The Wales one was on the Saturday and the England one was on the Sunday. And Wales got knocked out on the Saturday. Yeah. We all went out and then the next day we said, right, everyone come out for the Wales match. And none of the Welsh boys come out to watch England the next day. <laughs> That's 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 how it was, and I, I those were in the bad days. But we we've been having our recent World Cups. We've always been getting into the semi-finals, you know. Yeah. But back then it was tough. I remember actually going to Greece with our uh, good friend John, and it was Wales versus Fiji, and it was in the group stages, and uh, we <laughs> Wales got knocked out by Fiji. Oh, that was a dark. Yeah, that's that. As you can see, that's a John hold of a pint glass i can't do it with this one because it's too thick but <laughs> what colors what colors whales in proper anyway sorry they're the blue ones what you what <laughs> but anyway i just want to quickly mention my brewery because uh the governor there's talked a bit about tetley's um this is this is a newer brewery so it's not as well established as as tetley's you know so the water comes from the Brecon Beacons itself, and they use that underwater source, the natural water, to brew their beer. So I guess that's part of the taste of it all. But they they um, they uh, came about in 2011, and then they were conceived in Brecon itself, in the Brecon Beacons, by a beer guru called Buster Grant. Oh, what oh, Buster Grant. Oh. Oh. <laughs> what a name that is. That is a fantastic name. Um, Sounds like a cockney. <laughs> doesn't he? It's the kind of geezer you'd meet down the, the old East End, Buster Grant. He's a <laughs> to everything and he loves his beer. Oh, yeah. Oh, he loves it. Yeah. So they are actually the official uh, beer sponsors of the Welsh Rugby Union. And incidentally, my son is actually called Brecon. So. There, there's a little one for you, Dre Barrels. So he, we named him after this brewery. No, we didn't. <laughs> in, the, in the hope of getting a life, lifetime supply of beer. <laughs> that's what I'm hoping for. If you're listening, Buster Grant, that's what we were hoping for. I forgot when my kids come out. If they come in later, I'll introduce you. I've got Guinness, Carlsberg and Tetley's there, my kid. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, but and yeah, little so, ones called little ones called Bavaria. <laughs> all, all you German uh, style beer beer lovers out there, just special one for that. Um, so I won't say much more, but they they are based their their official location is in Bremenin, which is in the Bregend area. It's basically very close, five miles from where I grew up, and I've. Oh, been, yeah, I've, I've been there. You know, it's just a small little outlet. And uh, I, they are open Monday through Friday right now, closed on weekends, probably because of COVID. But they do have a little tasting room that you can sit down and have a beer and sample and a few beers on tap. So, But they do have outlets in Cardiff, Bridgend yeah. MacArthur Glen outlet, the Pines, and also one in Bristol. So if you're in that neck of the woods, Governor, you know. I bet they I bet you know like today for everyone in the USA and it was interesting that you mentioned uh, the San Antonio rugby team um, yeah fantastic that rugby's over there as well but um in this country like rugby is well rugby was is from Great Britain you know it's it's a it's a sport that was made over here and it um, 
all started, if you want to know, over there by a young man playing soccer at his school. And he thought, I've had enough of this. And he picked up the ball and ran with it. And, uh, <laughs> then, you know, however many hundred years later, it's uh, it's a, one of the second biggest sport in Britain, I should think. Yeah, way, one point I wanted to make to everyone in the USA who listens is that um, the UK, Great Britain, is made up, as we've said, of Northern Ireland, Wales, Scotland and um, England. The, the four home nations. And um, I've lived in Wales with Marco and obviously I'm from England. I've been to Scotland. I haven't been to Northern Ireland. I've been to Ireland, but I haven't been to Northern Ireland. And there's something that I do get jealous when it comes to rugby, that there is this fantastic swelling, this great pride that, um, you know, if rugby's on, Wales basically closes down because every man woman child is watching that match it's the it runs through their veins and and there's something about like if you're scottish or if you're welsh or if you're irish you are so proud of that you wear a friend of ours who we've mentioned before he used to just wear his wales top permanently you know he was so so proud of it now england england are proud of being english but there isn't that sort of um i don't know there isn't that sort of uh love that you get that i see like when the welsh sing their 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 theme um what am i trying to think of their national national anthem anthem. yeah a lot they are so patriotic but we we we've got pride in england football team and rugby team and any sport but as a nation we sort of shy away from our, our background, if you like, it's very strange. But you think Scottish it's Celtic yeah. warriors, Welsh are proud, you know, Welshmen and and you, the English just sort of they set, stand back a bit. It's weird. That's my then, point. Yeah, but when you think about it, and you get certain just people like that, like Cornwall is very passionate about being Cornish, and Yorkshire is very passionate about being Yorkshire. Do you yeah. think, and London as well, do you think it's kind of broken up into regions and Wales is yeah, small? I think maybe you're right there. Maybe you're right, because um, although there are counties in Wales, if you're from Wales, you see yourself as being Welsh. If you ask a mm. Welshman or a Scotsman or someone from Ireland, where do you come from? They say, Wales, Scotland, did it? If yeah. you ask an yes, people will say England, but mostly people would say Britain. That's true, actually. Yeah, that's true. And I, I've lived in England, obviously, and I'm living over here now. And I do say, I say both. It's hard. Sometimes I say Wales. Sometimes I say Britain. And that's because of my background, really. But if you took somebody that's lived in Wales all their life, transplanted them here to Texas, I think they'd just say Wales, you know, and it's, it's kind of hard for and people like, oh, where, where's that then? You know, it's not as well known as Scotland, as Ireland, as England. You know, Wales is almost like the fourth well-known of the UK nations. It's getting bigger. People are knowing more about Wales, especially with looking into their family history and discovering, you know, I've got roots in Wales and so and so. So I think, you know, it's just one of those things. And obviously, you know, I'm my dad's English as well. So I've had a lot of, you know, English. I've got a lot of English in my family, but yeah, that's that. 
<laughs> Suppose Wales. Yeah. My dad doesn't. He bloody hate well hates Wales in the rugby. He's all English through and through. Oh fucking good man. Stick it to him. <laughs> oh, I'm proud of him. Oh man. In Valley. <laughs> no, he's very, very passionate about being English, you know. He always he has his shirt and everything, you know. So that but kind of going back to the point, I have a Welsh dragon on one arm. And the Union Jack on the other, you know, just to represent both. I haven't got the cross yet of St. George. <laughs> what about the fate of Texas on your chest, you know? <laughs> no, not yet. Well, it's like you with your, you know, your West Ham, how passionate you are about them. And you've got the hammers on, you know, tattoo. And, you know, that's that. I know how passionate you are about the football. So, yeah, well, we watched it early. You see, today's been a big day over here for us because... Uh, West Ham, for the first time in many seasons, we are play. We are playing well. We're oh. in the top four, and we happen to play Manchester City today, who are unbelievable. All the money in the league, but they are unbelievable at the minute. And yeah, um, we were the early kickoff today, and unfortunately, we lost two one. But it was a great game. Could have been two all. I mean, City played. They are phenomenal. But They're a great it, team, aren't they? It, yeah. It's nice to watch West Ham at the minute because uh, drifting off into football because, you know, we go to a game knowing that we're going to score. I can't remember the last time we didn't score a goal. So that's rare for a West Ham fan. Comes yeah. around every 30 or 40 years we have a good run. <laughs> but have you have you got a new um, manager or something? Has something changed in the team to, to no, do that? He's back. He'd done this for six months before and then we didn't extend his contract. He was like a caretaker manager, but now they've given him a, a year and he's he's bought well. He buys players that are cheaper and he, yeah. you know, like a money ball thing like you have in baseball where he buys players that, you know, not just because of their name, but because they're good and give you everything. But anyway, we're drifting off. We're um, about football. Oh. Yeah, but I, I guess we're getting on for time. So there's one little segment before we do our. Um our ratings that i wanted to introduce to you oh. and it's it's just a one-off and have a listen to this rugby predictions Ooh. so let's have our predictions for the match today and see where we line up afterwards there now i mean what time i don't know what the time is because i'm using my phone but the uh... oh, 15 minutes until kickoff oh, so the boys have been out. Both teams have been out warming up in the background, if you've been seeing that. Who's back? It's Gus Scott back again, waffling on. Um, <laughs> no, um, I, this is the game that you just wish the Principality Stadium was full because I don't think there's a better stadium on earth. I've been and, in there. Like and I've a said, better match. And a better match as well for that yeah. atmosphere. Yeah, because this. It's another thing I wanted to touch on, which was uh, before I give my prediction, which was like England, uh, especially with rugby, we're like we support England, and then if Wales are playing, we'd support Wales if Scotland were playing. Like in the World Cup, I would always want the home nations to win. Yeah. Unless England, obviously, where a lot of Welshmen, not Marco so much, but a lot of Welshmen and Scotsmen that I've met, they support their home country like Scotland or Wales, and then their second team is anyone who plays England. Mm, you're right there. It's, you know, 
it's strange to me because I remember the last, and going back to football, last World Cup, everybody was on about how well England doing. And I was listening to it on the radio. I was, come on, England, come on, you know, because it's a home nation for me. And they got that far in the World Cup. So yeah. I, you know, I don't quite understand that mentality. You know, that's just my viewpoint. But I, and the same with David, he'd be the same. He'd be like, you know, I support yeah. all the home nations. You know, you know what he's like. So, um, Doug Watts, oh man, there were, pub, there were pubs in Wales that I wouldn't go in because I would speak with my accent, I, I wouldn't feel comfortable and I wouldn't be made to feel welcome. Yeah, it's, it's sad really, it's sad. But anyway, what's your prediction for today? It's obviously... There is going to be, it's not going to be a draw, it's going to be fairly close, but both teams know that if they don't win today, then France could run away with it. Yeah, yeah. It's... France sitting up the top there. There's been a, a couple of the matches, I believe it's the French game. They're not sure when they're going to play that because of COVID. There's been a bit of an outbreak. but Yeah. So teams are going to go for it. That's why I wish there was an atmosphere because that, that cauldron, if you like, they are so close to the pitch of the fans that it just, it just creates this fantastic atmosphere. It influences but, the game, and, I think. Well, the Welsh, for them, being at home, that atmosphere and the pride, that's like having an extra player on the pitch for them. It galvanises them. So, yeah, so they won't have that today. They won't have that home support. But I don't know. I think, I mean, I want England to win. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, yeah. But, um, You've got to go with your gut, you know. I mean, yeah. it's, I mean, I for me... I think England will get like, uh, I think Wales will get like 22 points and England will get like 70. 70? <laughs> what, like the old days? Of the... No, it could be. Like, if I'm speaking honestly and no bias in it whatsoever, I think it could be as close as 22 17. It could be the score of a try in it. Yeah. Yeah. Five point swing, and I think that might be Wales. It's it's hard. I think I'm pure where you're coming from, and I'm thinking the same. I think what I've seen in this tournament, Wales haven't been fantastic, but they've been winning games because the other teams have played so bad, or it's basically been discipline errors. You know, the last two matches, both are uh, Scotland and Ireland, both had yellow cards, or was it red cards? Can't yeah. recall. So I think, you know, but in England haven't been playing as great as they should be. So I think it's going to be very evenly matched. And I'm going to say that I wouldn't be surprised if there's three points in it. I think it could be just a penalty that close, you know. I'm I think gonna... that the other thing is that we have to appreciate is that sometimes England and Wales play teams and they think, oh, we'll beat them. You know, and when yeah. we played Scotland, we came up against such a spirited Scottish side. It, it took us on the back foot where we know that facing Wales, we are going to have one of the top four teams in the world against us. So it, you're more up for it. So maybe you're right. I mean, but also I, the just, I just want a match. I want it to be end-to-end -end stuff, you know, with entertaining. Entertaining. Two or three, two, yeah. Yeah, like yeah. you say, two or three tries. Not, not just a kicking game. Let's get some nice try playing in field, not just kicking back and forth kind of play. So, yeah, I'm going to probably say, I'm going to go low. I'm going to probably say, like, it'll be 
nine to um, ten, possibly. Maybe one try from one team. I'm not sure who. I'm going to say Wales. Nine, nine points not to ten. ten. I don't know. That I sounds like a game. I'm going to turn it off right now. No, I <laughs> honestly, I think I don't want that. Obviously, I want a more, you know, higher. But I, I don't know. I got feeling it's going to be just that tight. You know, it's going to be tough for defensively both teams. The twenty-two seventeen to one of the teams. I believe in the back of my. I think it could be Wales twenty-two seventeen, and you think it's going to be nine ten to who? Wales. Sorry, I got a rep. Yeah, I'm right. If uh, if Wales don't win, you won't hear from me again. But um... (laughs) there won't be any podcast up there won't be any videos for a week because i'll be in a sulk like ask john when we went to three, i was in a mood i shrug my shoulders and think oh i could turn over to football now so that'd be <laughs> <laughs> anyway let's have your rating for your beer because it's almost time my beer it's a technique it's one of my favorites i've had it for a long time as i said it's quality it's a nine. Oh, chalk that up um, Brecon Brewing, fine quality um, stout, a basic stout, if you will, but still good, perfect rugby drinking. Actually, I wish I had six more of these, but I ain't. I just got the one. So it's going to be 8.5 for me for Brecon Brewing. Lovely. So, all right. We're all pitch now, so we better say goodbye and maybe we'll catch up later on. Sounds good. Uh, see you, Dre Barrels. Enjoy the match. Come on, England. Come on, England. Come on, England. Come on, England.